have Polkadot, you have Samsung, you have Pepsi, you have relevant cultural events happening, software, business, tech, all into one. And that's what we're going to build. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's good. Thanks a lot. Same wish as your good luck and Godspeed. Space Monkeys blasting off with Juba from Culture Dot. He's a relatively new ecosystem agent, making a huge splash with his IRL Polka Dot advertisements. You've seen it on the taxi in Berlin, Dundas Square here in Toronto, and uh, earlier in uh, Times Square in New York. Big stuff, Juba. Thanks for so much for stopping by here. Welcome thanks, to the show. Thanks for having me. It's been been a great amount of time in the city. It's good to be back. Nice. You are Canadian, right? You grew up in Vancouver, though? I did, yeah. I spent uh, 2016 to 2020 in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, and I was working in the film industry here. And it's funny that, you know, I got to come back to Dundas Square to do these billboards because that's where my first couple of big advertising projects were with Saks Fifth Avenue. And now I'm standing there right across the street working on billboards. And now I get to speak with you. And it's just coming together in a really interesting way. And uh, it's a little surreal. So I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, so just so people know, Dundas Square is like Toronto's wannabe Times Square. Toronto is a big city, okay? Yeah. Apparently fourth biggest yeah. if you, in North America, mm-hmm. okay? This mini Times Square with garish screens everywhere and this, yeah. this is where we just got uh, polka dot on there yeah we did and uh i mean it's a central part people are there they're walking the big big malls across the street and yeah. it's quite a central area well one of the things we always look at is where we can find you know demographics population stuff it's a lot of work yeah and this was no different actually toronto was very difficult there was a lot of red tape um i got rejected by all of the transportation, Mm. advertising authorities the day before. You know, I had the subways lined up, I had some bus stops lined up, all digital, but it is crypto after all. Yeah. And there is a really heavy red tape there, which I don't think a lot of people understand that we're not allowed to just go and put whatever we want. Mm -hmm. You're media buying, right? So. Mm For Toronto, it wasn't uh, one agency fits all. It's actually a, you know, this is what we have, and an agency goes out and picks it for you, and other people will tell you yes or no. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they aren't going to tell you in a timely manner because, you know, we're just doing small projects. You know, you have Pepsi all over the city, and, of course, they're going to rely, you know, they're going to tell their client whether they can or can't, you know, they have the dollars to spend. For us, it's like, oh yeah, no, we can't do that. Just hmm. come back later, figure it out, get me a letter, you yeah, know, yeah. do it next time. And I'm like, right. okay, okay. But we were ma- we managed to get some, you know, we managed to get some stuff pulled off and it's great and it's just the beginning, right? So I want to get into that deeper, um, this intersection between what we're doing online, what our audience is familiar with mm-hmm. and the real world, uh, there's a big gulf there. And uh, you really just came on the on the digital side of it, like, two and a half months ago culture dot opened up yeah november 17th yeah right obviously you've been in the space before maybe under a different alias long time no i mean i've been an investor yeah okay and i run my own brand which i explore advertising ways i Hmm. um print 
on garments and I leave them in train stations, for an example. I send them around the world for people to take photos in and I post that. Or I create my own art pieces and, you know, follow influences. Like, for example, street artists. I love street artists, what's yeah, they're, yeah. what they're doing. It's so, it's just so brilliant the way that they move around cities and find canvas in everywhere, mm. right? So I do that and I'm also a big um, music fan. Like I love a ton of electronic music. I used to run a electronic music podcast. Mm -hmm. And what brought me into Polkadot specifically was obviously as an investor for a long time since it released, but okay. Not many people know that in 2023, the Polkadot Decoded After Party was a techno event yeah. held in an empty airplane hangar in Denmark, yes. Copenhagen, with Len Faki, which is a huge DJ, as the headliner. And I saw that, and I'm like, listen, why aren't we talking about this? Oh, shit. Okay. This is this is big stuff. Like, why are there no photos? Why, why, why can't I get the set? Because that's what I used to do. I used to get... DJ sets from musicians, present them, interview them, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. get a little community going. Okay. And I'm like, where is this? Right. And I just saw the gap. I saw the gap in the cultural side of what's happening in Polkadot with all of its tentacles and its reach. It's huge. And I thought, you know what? I may have a good idea here. Okay. So I picked up and I started running with it and now we have cabs and billboards. Crazy. All this stuff going on and it's great. What was running through your mind when you fired off that first tweet? You made the, the X account, put those lips as the uh, profile yeah, picture? Yeah, the, the smile. My, my business associate, he loves that. He's, he's all about it. Um, we just wanted to make it clear why we're here, you know? We're, we're not trying to stomp on anyone's toes. Like, we want to be part of the team. Yeah. And we feel that there is a lot of uncovered ground in terms of the culture of art, fashion, music. I mean, another one that I remember clearly is this Diesel fashion show. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they partnered with Public Pressure and they had a massive fashion show in the summer with a huge um, stylist and an event designer and there was a eight-hour DJ set from NTS Radio, which is huge, and then a movie at the end of it, and I haven't seen any of it, and I can't find any of it. Damn. And I want to see this stuff, and it's all connected somehow to Polkadot. All the models, stylists, photographers, designers, everything there has its own little story. So what would be the avenues of distribution for that content, this digital content? In your mind. Well, the fashion show was real. Like, right. it was a real fashion show. The, yeah. the content, of course, it's digital, but there is this interesting intersection for the people who attended, both as an audience member and as somebody who was hired to be part of the show. Yeah. And this is where it gets interesting for me because my goal is to bring people to Polkadot, right? Okay. Bring people from the real world, whether they're working directly at a event or a project or a total, this person's never even heard about Polkadot. How do you, I'm not going to stand on the street and try and explain to them the, the uh, you know, 
the back-end development of Polkadot. That's not my zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can definitely explain how they could get a collectible from this event that they were at mm -hmm. and help facilitate for the creators of that event to speak to their audience and let's bridge that gap between I don't know and okay I'm 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 interested like maybe I'm going to look a little more into this and now they're using a wallet now they've got an asset maybe they want to buy some dot it's yeah, yeah. just a once you're in, you don't get out. Yeah, that's we true. We all know that. I yeah, mean, we're sitting right. here now. Once uh -huh. you're in, it's such a amazing space. And the more you learn, you're just expanding your, your mind. That's the best way I can say it. So you said you were here from the beginning of Polkadot. Were you an ICO investor? Or? Mm -mm. No, no, just pretty early. I found it. Yeah. I looked at it. I'm quite a crypto skeptic. Oh. Uh, I don't mess around too much. Polkadot wasn't your first No, I started, I started the, the classic. It was Bitcoin, Bitcoin yeah. and Ethereum. Yeah. You could send digital dollars. I was like, yeah, that works. Makes sense. And then um, and then I saw them working with banking and I was like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Polkadot and Polkadot was just the come to us, do what you want. Yeah. We'll help you. We'll keep you secure and we're just going to keep on growing. And I'm like, they, they got something here. So you're a real DOT holder. You hold DOT and you're aligned with everybody else who holds DOT because you oh, yeah. want to increase adoption. You want more people to hold DOT, right? I think Polkadot's going to be absolutely massive. Yeah. I think, I think uh, personally, in the way, same way Bitcoin took out intermediaries and banks, I think Polkadot takes away the barrier to entry for people to host their projects the way they want to host their project. Right, right. So how do you think a technology like Polkadot mm -hmm. can enhance an IRL event, a cultural event, hmm. rather than add complexity to it, rather than make people face something they're unfamiliar with, uncomfortable with? So, how can it actually elevate? So the tough part is that you need to introduce people to wallets. Okay. This is difficult because hmm. it is very digital. Polkadot inherently is a digital software. Yeah. But there are things, you know, when I hold a phone and I have an NFT, for example, let's use NFTs, on my phone, mm. I'm still in the physical real world holding and looking at a piece of art. Right. I'm trying to give people that sensation where I'm holding a piece of art. Just because it's on a phone doesn't mean it's a piece of art on a phone. No, it's my art. I own it. I'm looking at it. Yeah, right? okay. The entirety of Polkadot is so complex for the regular person to try and understand what I want to do is just brand it so people can look at it realize it at this base at, at, at the retail level okay okay they can recognize it and they're like oh okay Polkadot all right I have something you know and I was in an event and it said Polkadot like I have this thing and they were making basic connections mm -hmm. as far as my the demographic that I feel I'm trying to target in the very near term is startups, software companies. I think they will have a blast learning about Polkadot. Okay, and okay. I think with the upcoming core time, yeah. it's open. Okay. You can come, you build what you're building, bring it over. Hmm. Whatever it is. Are you a dog walking company? Come on. Just come on Polkadot. Let's 
let's uh, let's see what you got. Okay. And there's a lot of avenues opening up for app chains like Tansy, for example. You can go to Tansy and they will help you facilitate your idea to come on low barrier to entry and be on the Polkadot network. Hmm. And it's, like I said, the barrier to hosting is becoming less and less right. with each step Polkadot takes. And I think that's a very powerful um, platform for people to take advantage of. So having uh, buying ads in the real world as opposed to buying ads online, putting yourself on other people's Twitter feeds or X feeds mm -hmm. or uh, in front of YouTube videos. What's the value to you of putting Polkadot in the real world there? I think one, the community really enjoys seeing a live rendition of their, you know, daily interest yeah. in the real world. Yeah, yeah. There's a you can see just by the last few projects, like people are over the moon excited. Yeah. They love it. And that's the first thing you want to do is the people who have been here a long time, you want to be like, look what we're doing together. We're slowly creeping in to cities. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I choose cities with demographics that have large tech, tech start, like tech populations, right? Yeah, that's right. Because they'll get it. Mm -hmm. So that's the first way we can connect is like, oh, you're in software? Well, we're in software. Have you seen our cab? It's riding down the road. Like, look at that. We're, yeah, yeah. we're doing some cool advertising and it'll make you look twice. That's the, right. first, that's the first way. So community, new possible people um, as far as software companies and, you know, tech goes. And then the third is retail. I want to bring retail with the lowest barrier to entry, which in my opinion right now is collectibles. Yeah. Digital NFTs. And we're working actually on an event next month. And I think if I gave you five guesses, you'll never guess what it actually is. You're uh, latching on to an existing event or you're creating a brand new event? No, we're collaborating with an event next month and they have an audience base and okay. this audience base has issued tickets and how do we get someone at this event to get into polka dot well we're going to issue them digital collectibles as ticket holders to their wallets which we're going to try and get them to sign up through emails and you know hold their hand through the way yeah and when they leave this event they go home they sign up to a polka dot wallet and they will get issued their nft so these people that had nothing to do with Polkadot now directly have a asset that is hosted and secured by Polkadot. What city is this event going to be in? Seattle. I can give you that hint. Okay. You know, it's... I don't know what's happening in Seattle, so your secret is safe. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I'd love to say it and yeah. I'd love to get on it, but there's so much that goes into these projects yeah. that I am at the point where... We, myself and my business partner, we can't overpromise and under under deliver. That's right, yeah. We want to just over deliver. That's it. Well we, this is what you've been doing so far, right? You put yourself into the treasury a few times, right? Uh one time, yeah. Oh one time yourself one and then time. somebody else issued a tip, actually. Mm -hmm. So you, you put up a treasury proposal to do this Toronto stunt, mm -hmm. right? Which actually got crushed. Crushed. <laughs> uh, you know what? It ended up with a good turnout. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, at the end, there were some bigger voters because we did this Times Square, that, yeah, uh, the right. Times Square install. And people were like, okay, that, that's actually pretty cool. And we engaged with the community and we talked about why we're doing this. And, you know, I hear everybody like, how do we convert? How do we 
What does it mean? No one knows the logo, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Polkadot is sitting up there, like in, in the billboards here next to Samsung, and then Pepsi, it's just a starting point yeah. that we can expand on. And personally, I would like to have Polkadot as a globally recognized brand where people can just be like, oh, I know them. Right. I've seen that. I've read about them, actually. I actually have that that collectible from the event. I'm yeah. going to read more because, again, mm. once you get them reading, there's no way out. That's, That's it. That's right, right, right. And it shows that we're actually investing in ourselves as well, right? It's not like yeah. this obscure technology. It's like, oh, there it is in the middle of a public place. I've seen it before. I can recognize it. If you believe, mm-hmm. right, if you believe like I do, like you do, in the future of this project, then... We and we as a collective, as a team, we build it from all angles. And like I said earlier, I just saw the gap. I just saw the cool, quirky, artistic installation that I've worked on so so long in in the past years and had a really great time doing it. And I just like to start reaching out to new and interesting avenues, you know, fashion brands. You know, before we met, I was watching rally car racing downstairs, and I thought, "How do we get a rally car? Like, yeah, let's yeah. let's go for it. How do mm-hmm. we get polka dot across the screen? Like, there, it's endless. And with the treasury, the treasury is such a beautiful construction that if you do have these right ideas and you can present and listen to the community about their thoughts and their input, and be able to as much as you can facilitate what the people want to see mm-hmm. you can really do something special and that's that's kind of where we're at right now so yeah we did put the billboards in toronto we did pay for it out of pocket i want yeah. people to see i want exactly. people to feel good yeah you know we spent our time i flew over here we're meeting mm-hmm. and it's great and i hope people enjoy it it's for us and yes i would like to do more and it's 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 difficult it's not easy but it's worth it Well, this is the experience I was hoping to share with our audience by getting you on the podcast here. You have experience and expertise Mm -hmm. in ad buying, in events, but and and you see this gap, okay? But then we have a group of token holders who have no expertise in in that. Mm -hmm. They don't see the gap. They don't see the potential. Mm -hmm. And there's this journey of introducing yourself to token holders, gaining, building trust, Mm -hmm. and then establishing an ongoing relationship that's productive mm-hmm. and not, you know, too full of great word. chaos and great word productive. Well, this is the thing. We have a treasury full of dormant assets, a treasury okay. full of potential. Mm-hmm. And it takes like people like you putting themselves out there, taking the shit mm-hmm. from the token holders. You know, if I'm being completely honest, yeah. I have never, I've had my own, you know, experiences with social media, but it was very peer to peer. Like, it was very on the level when I create my own personal art. It's with people I reach out to and we work together. And with this new stuff here at Culture Dot, it's exploding. And there's a lot of input. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of jabs. There's a lot of, I just don't like this. And I'm still learning how to take it all in. It happens so fast that uh, it's still a learning process to Mm. be able to keep a cool head. It's really tough. There's a lot of voices. And, you know, you you have to just take a step back sometimes and realize what people are trying to say, even though it doesn't vibe with how you think right away, 
figure out how you can get there so that you understand what they're saying to you. Hmm. Don't just shut it out. Don't get angry at it if you feel it's, you know, in a way not in a line with your values. Let's figure it out. Let's let's come together because it is a team effort after all, right? And that's a really important, like you said, productive. The productivity of this is going to, you know, pave the way to its success mm-hmm. on, a, on a big scale level. There's a lot to be done and there's a lot of opportunity and it's really been such a great experience so far that to keep this ball rolling, we just, you know, we just keep on pushing forward. I say it with a smile on my face because it's so great. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so fun. And although a lot may not have direct experience in some things, just like I don't have direct experience with others, yeah. we both need to learn. We That's both right. need to figure it out. We come to, you know, terms where we understand we're helping the greater good. Mm. And uh, we try where we can to explain, listen, and produce. That's it. Because you've it's been such a short time that you've actually been in the game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's happening so fast. So fast. Making such a big splash name for yourself. Can you recall the first moment where you realized like, oh, this isn't like normal internet culture where it's just a troll comment I can ignore. Like, oh, this is actually got under my skin in a way I didn't expect. And how did you deal with that? Well, we put out a proposal first and... Yeah, right. OpenGov has very... Uh, for the most part, refined replies. Because people have a lot of skin in the game on OpenGov. Mm. And I followed some of the people who have replied, and they are big voters, right? Mm. And and they were ready to just be like, hey, you know what? This is why we're not voting for you, but we like it. We like the effort. Let's see what's next. Yeah, Let's get, yeah. a, get to know you a little more. And I'm like, right, that's very great. Right. Twitter X is a little different. Mm. It's hey, I see this, I'm going to say what I want right right away, and I'm going to click enter, and I'm going to move on, and if I get a notification, I'll come back. Yeah, right. Okay, and then yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go, go <laughs> nice, at it. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. Ah. Right, so so we did this Times Square thing, and, you know, I got, why did, why wasn't the polka dot word on it? Why was there no uh, URL? And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. guys, mm. there's a lot of red tape, but I don't need to go into explaining that. Like, yeah. we did it just for fun for the community. But then there was, oh, it's photoshopped. Oh, there's AI. Oh, this brings no value. You know, and you know, how are people going to know it's polka dot? And you know, and there's no way to sit there and explain in depth to every single person. And I learned this that the best way is to kind of keep on pursuing, keep on doing a few more projects. And this is why I'm self-funding mm. my, myself and my business partner, self-funding a few projects so that we can put it out there and start to explain more what the value in this is and right. why it could be such a big help to the adoption of Polkadot everywhere, right? And it's the little things like choosing tech-based cities, choosing the right locations, choosing things that make people look twice or getting people onboarded on a very basic level, you know, these types of things. So to answer your question, you know, a few of these things kind of hit me a little bit. Yeah. And I realized that the best way to attack it is to get them on board, get Mm. them on our side Mm. and show them, listen, we're not going to stop. Yeah. yeah. We're going to keep doing it regardless whether you vote or you don't like it or whatever. Tell us what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Let's get some input. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to hear why you don't think it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Why 
is it not going to convert the way you want it to? Give me an idea. Yeah. The more you give me ideas, the more I can think, and the more we might be able to create something that this world has never seen before. Because this is it. a brand new, brand new paradigm. That's it, right. We don't like to say brand new paradigm, but this is it. It absolutely is. This is it. You know, I wonder. Because you said you had some, you faced some red tape and some trouble getting these ads up here oh, man. in Toronto. You said last minute, the whole transit Brutal. system pulled out. Brutal. Um, you know, I, I wonder if this is the first time a, a cryptocurrency or you know a software, Web three software, has ever tried this. You know what I mean? Here? Yeah. Um, I doubt it. Okay. I know after FTX things got really bad oh, because they right. went they FTX, went they yeah. bought a stadium, right? Yeah. And they had Giselle and Tom Brady and Larry David and Steph Curry and Shaq and these <laughs> people got sued and yeah. FTX was such a blow. And mm. I, I'm hey, I'm a creditor, so I'm a creditor on FTX, okay. right? Yeah. Oh, so I, I follow I followed <laughs> and I watched and I mm. I I, you know me I brushed it off I'm like it's crypto it happens yeah yeah but yeah. now people want to be very uh, cautious and for the Canadians out there our current government doesn't like crypto they've said it they've said it in Parliament yeah and as a big agency I understand hmm. they're like we don't want to mess with this so yeah we did have our ads pulled from the main subway station in Toronto a week before, and I said, "Don't worry, we're get, we got this. We got the bus stations. We got the square. Sure. I got. A, I have another. I did you the were mall in Dundas Square, Dundas Station. I was going to do Union Station. The Union Station. Yeah, the big one. Right. If we're right. going to go, let's go big, right? Uh huh. And then uh, we had bus stops all around uh, Queen Street, and then I had Young and Eglinton Mall, the center inside. Wow. And then I had um, the outside strip, which stayed. But we had some issues, but we got it there. You'll, you know, the uh, the top next to Sephora and the Cineplex. But uh, the day before, I was here, and all the bus stops got pulled. Wow. They were like, you know, what did we they just, say? What's the reason? They said uh, we can't advertise the QR code and the name. There's a financial thing, and I'm like, no, it's software. It's software. It's yeah, software. Right, right. We right now we're. Advertising the software, like I said, I'm that's right. I'm meandering by a little bit the investment side okay. for now until it becomes open, sure. especially here. Sure. Every single place that I'm learning has its own jurisdiction. Berlin, yeah, the taxis that was quite easy. Mm. It's just hey, send us what you got, just put it up there. Okay, and Toronto, as although it is very tech heavy and there's a lot of finance here, there's finance, you know, capital Canada. There's a big red line there. It's just not worth it for them to get on someone's radar yeah, when right. they're saying we don't like crypto. It's so, easier to say no, right? Yeah, yeah. So we went with a little bit more of an edgier agency that was like, you know, yeah, we'll take you on. Okay. We'll do it. We'll, okay. We want your business. Mm. And what I found was it's much easier here to just purchase a bunch of spaces and put up ads instead of trying to, you know, time them. Hmm. Time them one after another because every day is different and tomorrow crypto might be up 60% and everyone's like, yeah, we want your ads and tomorrow might be down another 40 and they're like, no, no, we want nothing to do with you or another blow up. Sure, so, sure. you know, jurisdiction to jurisdiction, day by day, it's a lot of work, but it's awesome. The, the response is wild. How big can this get? 
I think how big it can get is endless because branding, if you think about all the big branding agencies, you walk around any big city and you see, you recognize brands right away. Whether yeah, there's right. a store or not, you see big brands all around you. Mm -hmm. I think Polkadot could be up there as one of the software giants, yeah, first yeah. of all. Um, I think it will come slowly with tech being onboarded in teams. People come and bring their entire project on there. Mm. When you onboard a software team to Polkadot, you're onboarding the entirety of their employee staff and, sure. you know, and then there's small little outlets like, you know, uh, uh, their agencies and the people they work with. You never know how far that reach can go. Right. And then when it comes to retail, retail is the tough nut to crack. This is, yeah. this is the one thing that every single chain wants is what offering do you have to, you know, to really say past just an investment. Right. I think it starts with digital collectibles, yeah. and then I think it starts with digital issuances like ticketing mm -hmm. to new, yeah. you know, to events or maybe airlines or, you know, um, crowdsourcing, crowd sharing, ride sharing, all these types of things. Like eLoop is built on po built on Peak, which is built on Polkadot. There's a lot of different tentacles. Yeah. For retail, I think it has to be the most basic, like a football stadium or the, here, the Toronto Blue Jays. Sure. Every single ticket holder just got the Rookie of the Year digital collectible. Now they're mm. all onboarded to insert wallet here. And now they are all Polkadot proxied users. Yeah, yeah. User, user, user. How you bring them into the next step, which is putting in some skin in the game, getting invested, maybe voting. These are things that yeah. people like you are going to have to help collaborate with us because we can only bring that horse to the water, right? We can't make them drink, but I'm damn sure there are ways that we, we can. You know, besides... Uh, we're talking about collectibles, mm -hmm. right? And obviously we have the speculation piece of it too, which, you know, is not that great for long-term mm -hmm. uh, people, onboarding entry people long-term. Yeah, entry maybe point. an entry point, yeah, yeah. Something that I'm interested in doing is, I mean, my ultimate goal here in Toronto is I'd like to open an, an event space where nice. live things happen, where Very nice. people can verify what's real mm -hmm. with their neighbors next to them. You know, mm -hmm. the yeah. other piece there is ownership. Mm -hmm. over the, the, the enterprise, right? Mm -hmm. If people attend, mm -hmm. if people have been there, well, what say does that give them in the future of mm -hmm. that space? Mm -hmm. And how do, you, how do you define that? By bringing this back into the real world, we give, you know, that existence of outside, that grandiose, people like that, people like big, people mm -hmm. like to walk around and be like, I'm part of that. Mm -hmm. yeah, hey, you see that, friends? Like, check this out, check this out. Mm. I'm part of that. Like, mm. have you seen that or, you know, being able to take it that step further, get educated, and then now you're in OpenGov. You're voting, yeah. not just for you know your municipality or your government or whatever. You're in Polkadot now, voting on the future of this great technology. And it's mm -hmm. just, people just want to, just have to learn. We'll get there eventually, slowly. There's a lot of bright minds in this space doing a lot of work, you know, to get that out there, so. So which sort of projects on Polkadot are you loving so far? I mean, you said you were you had a whole music podcast before and whatnot. You must mm -hmm. be paying attention to public pressure, yeah. the Beatport thing. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. My personal, uh, I guess, attention is in the cultural aspects of everything. Right. We got to interview CM, CM Games the other day. They worked yeah. with Dead Mouse and did pop-up shops in Tokyo. You know, all around. That's so cool. 
Like mm. I, I had no idea. We were just doing our research. Mm. Public Pressure did the Diesel show. Mm. Beatport worked with a photographer who did nightclub photos all around Berlin. And I don't know if you know anything about Berlin. You're not allowed to take photos. Oh. You know, You're, sometimes you don't even get in through the door. Yeah, right. Yeah. They mm. pick and choose who comes into different clubs. There's all this cool stuff happening, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so projects wise. Yeah, any anyone who's kind of pushing these boundaries and bringing real culture into the chain, we're trying to pick and find and just have a little chat with them and be like, hey, you know, what's your next step? Because what when they tell us their ideas, we learn a lot too. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can collaborate, or maybe you know you've got this great idea that we can capitalize on. Why don't you come with us and we'll do this this thing? It's all team effort, right? Right, right. I think one of the ones that stood out to me. The Origin Trail. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they had a conference about the supply chain management, right? Yeah. They had a woman who had been classically trained as a circus performer, if I'm getting this right, circus performer, do an entire skit theater recorded video of her history as a circus performer, how it got passed down through generations to her, and she's on the screen at this Orange and Trail presentation, (laughs) and I'm like, that is so far beyond what I would have guessed would have ever been a performance there, and I'm like, this is beautiful, because it just, it's another extension of the polka dot pathways you yeah. know it's a far one and I was I was like that's beautiful I think uh, they also had someone build a metaverse for their uh, their other conference which is is wild so great you know it just occurred to me in this discussion right here is how important it is like this IRL angle how mm-hmm. important it is to keep our feet in the real world to avoid becoming enslaved by digital technology 100% you know what I'm saying 100% right because it's so easy to just be like okay now I live by the rules of Twitter X. Well, think when you go outside. Yeah. If outdoor advertising and branding and subliminal connection with audiences and populations of cities or anywhere else wasn't a good, effective way of reaching audiences, right. you wouldn't see any signs <laughs> outside. Yeah, you would right. walk to Times Square and it'd be all blank. Right. Walk to Dundas Square, it would be all blank. That's right, yeah. And there are places around the world, like we were talking about Berlin. I looked for billboards in Berlin. They don't allow that. They don't like it. They don't want it. They don't want that, like I said, jurisdictional. There's a lot of red tape. And then when you add crypto on top of it, which, you know, Polkadot, we say software Mm -hmm. for this type of advertising, Mm -hmm. you'd just be surprised how difficult it actually is to... Mm. It's all about connections. We we meet people and they push through because they want our business. They think we're doing something. We explain it to them. When I, when I speak with a business prospect, I explain to them the, um, the OpenGov system. I'm like, I can't bring you big business until we get a proposal. So let's do this right. Yeah. Let's nail it. Let's get it there on time, looking good, out on the street, out there. And then let's work on something bigger. And they're like, well, you seem like a client we want to have. So <laughs> we're going to do our best. Mm-hmm. Berlin, I wasn't in Berlin for the taxis. I got photos sent to me, they were great quality. I got a video. Here in Toronto, I came out, it was close. Who knows what's next? I have a little bit of a in for Mandala. 
Indonesia mm. is huge, mm-hmm. right? They're working with the government. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot to do there. There's a lot oh, of charity uh, work. Absolutely, right, uh, right. One Tribe. One Tribe is phenomenal. Yes. And we're working on a project for them, for, you know, charity in Africa. And it's really smart and it's really... It's really cool, and it's for you know underprivileged, underprivileged children. I don't know if you know they do a lot of education in Africa, development, and you know just getting kids off the streets. And I don't want to spill it yet because it's cool. But we're working with them and doing some, like some charity work, polka dot branded, and expanding all our options. You know, see. like you look into every little nook and cranny, see what you can do, get there, make it worth it. Value propositions there. And slowly but surely, we can build a brand big enough where people start coming to you. You ask me, what's the big picture? People start recognizing and coming to us and being like, how do I get in on this? What's going on here? I want to be a part of it. People are looking for something to be a part of. I really want to skin a train. That mm, was my first. Yeah, I, I did a whole bunch of AI yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the hot air balloon is hilarious. Sure, sure. Um, I also don't <laughs> want to purge the treasury. Let's let's get that out there. Like I don't okay. want to. It'd be you know it'd be hard to purge the treasury. It actually. would be it would be hard. There's money to be spent, you know. And I you know we ask for the amount that is fair for all of the work that yeah. goes into this. I don't I don't think overall the general following understands how much goes into this there's a lot right yeah and which is fair that people don't understand right yeah and that's okay Mm -hmm. but i'm here to explain it i'm here to add the the value i'm here to bring the um the content along with who i'm working with and hopefully a few more you know and that's another great thing is being able to bring people on and work with you because people are very excited, especially when they're dot holders. They want something more. Yeah. They want to be in there and they want to be in the game. Mm. And there's opportunities for everybody. So that would be very cool too, is expanding the team. Because other people see things that, you know, not always you and I do. Mm-hmm. And they can bring it to you and they can just be absolute bangers. Yep. And yeah, you never know. What do you think about the uh, the meme coin craze? So I, I know that you're pretty active in that dead coin chat. You've yeah. also plastered some dead coin posters I saw I on the Toronto Stock Exchange uh, last week. What's the potential you see in uh, in meme coins and specifically this dead coin? Polkadot itself has a professionalism about it. Yeah. There are large entities behind it that want to see a little more well thought out, well, you know, no breaking the law. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> let's, no, let's say... With Polkadot, there's a lot of agencies that want to see it moved forward in a proper professional way because there is a big value offering there in terms of multi-billion dollar companies like we've seen be part of this. Dead, on the other hand, is like a totally underground and, you know, this pink coin too. I know there's a couple um, competitors and I, I just happened to fall into this the dead yeah, yeah and i poke fun at the other side i'm like let's see what you got and they're like well we got this what do you have right and we're playing and what i'm trying to say is there's this totally you know just grassroots underground eclectic 
you know, community of people, and it's a free-for-all. Yeah. You do what you want. People have printed shirts. People mm. have posted. People have made memes. People have done all this kind of stuff, and I don't know if you know, now there's 6,000 6, people yeah, in, in one chat. Yeah. And of course, there's that financial aspect of my hope I get a meme drop and it goes crazy, but to me, just that little bit of cool culture is a good stirring pot and I like to jump in there time to time and do me, do mm -hmm. my artistic stuff, paste something on a wall, yeah. go around and take a picture of it and be like, who's dead? Let's go. What do you guys have over here? Who else can do this? Yeah, Someone yeah. will post a shirt that they paint, uh, printed or put the, the bird on a stop sign or took a picture on their phone in front of something else. Like It gives people that uh, sense of being and part of something again and uh, I guess you have to be involved in Polkadot to get these these coins. So cool. there's like the double, the double, the double win there. Yeah, right? yeah. Part of the community, you have to own Dot. You're engaging, and sometimes people just don't want to learn about development and software. They just want to be part of something fun and cheery and happy and turn their brain off and have somewhere to, to hang out and chat. So cool. Do what you want, have fun. People are getting tattooed. That's wild. I would never ask someone to get a culture dot tattoo, but when I saw a dead tattoo, I was like, you know, I get it. <laughs> you know, some people didn't like it. I thought it was, it's your life. Do what it's you want. Shit, yeah. It's awesome. It's hilarious, you know? And yeah. again, putting smiles on people's faces. Right. Getting people excited. Yeah, yeah. Getting people involved. Yeah. This is another route to full education. And again, that's where, you know, people who are hitting this angle like you are and the rest of the educators in Polkadot and finding people who are building Polkadot, like, you know, the development teams who, they're the unsung heroes of this entire thing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're eventually going to have this big wave of people coming at them. I hope they're ready. Hmm. I hope they're ready because one day it's going to go from, well, why didn't you, you know, change this ad to be this? And someone's going to be like, well, why didn't you develop this so I could do that? You know, these people are going to have a lot coming at them. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're the first first wave of uh, barrier to entry before the masses come. And they're like, well, actually, we're thinking it would be more like this. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Who do you admire in, in, in the open gov space right now? People with thick skin. Hmm. And... I am very impressed with the way some of the projects, people, entities, voters, holders, companies deal with the barrage of independent thought coming at them. Not every thought is a well-calculated response to a presentation. Hmm. And when you amplify that by hundreds of thousands of people in one go at you or a collective group of people, it can break down the positivity you have, the motivation, the thick skin you thought you had. Hmm. And to anybody out there who's working and they have the good intentions and they're proving it and they're doing what they can do, those are the people I look up to because I've never experienced this sort of wave of, um, you know, direct attention. Uh, I'm, I'm always the guy in the back. In high school, I played the drums. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I was never the front man. <laughs> uh -huh. I always like being in the back. I mm. take mm. photos on the street and I'm, you know, doing my thing. I'm never in portraits. I'm never 
in interviews. The last time I was in an interview was like 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Right? So, exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. I wore a mask. Um, for real. So these people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So these people who are. Alien mask. It was awesome. Um, these people who are forging this pathway and able to handle the incredible amount of response is very inspirational hmm. and it helps understand a little bit more when you're personally when I'm trying to add a value to this collective listening a little more before speaking I've learned to just hold back don't mm. need to post all the time I want mm. to do the, qu the quality over quantity mm. right and Eventually, you get to a point where your quantity and quality match. And that's really hard to get to, mm. right? That's a really, really, you got to really know what you're doing to always be at a consistent level, pumping out good content all the time, mm. especially with, you know, the, the big masses of opinion that comes at you. So, yeah, those people in the space that are just always keeping that standard able to work in their opinion but also keeping it neutral enough where anybody can discuss hmm. and just not spiraling out of control when it does get gritty hmm. that's a real great thing to see i enjoy that a lot what's it like working in a space you're rubbing shoulders with people from you know completely different strata in life i'm talking specifically right now about Giotto, for instance mm -hmm. Maybe people watch this in a year and it won't be the case, but mm -hmm. right now... Guy's a reptile. He's got, he's got armor skin. Yeah, And right. it's amazing. Okay. And I think, I think if you're an active person in the space, he's got a shield and he's pushing through. And even if you might not really agree all the time with what he's doing, he's also figuring it out. This is so brand new. Right, right, right? yeah. But overall, the amount of people he's bringing is incredible. That's something I'm striving to do. 6,000 people in a chat releasing this, a mass, you know, marketing teams here or uh, voting on... Like, what was the recent analytics platform that just got passed? Uh, Substrate tell. Right, so... His intentions are there. He's there for growing audiences, growing people. Sometimes you might not agree, but overall, shield pushing through. And mm. you're, you're kind of like, the wind is passing you by. Mm. And when you do step out and you stick your head out and you try and do it yourself, <laughs> go for it. See what it's like. You're A couple right. arrows are coming at you right away, right? Totally. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that, uh, that's one of the big things. I'm interested to see where the companies take this. Mm. I'm interested to see where the large companies that release Polkadot, Web3 and Parity, how they move on because I know they've uh, stepped back. Yeah, yeah. Right? So OpenGov is fully OpenGov. Mm -hmm. And I want to see how the mechanics of that play, how they continue doing what they're doing in the future. What tricks do they have up their sleeve, right? They're, uh, they're, they're big dogs. I mean, I, I'm... I'm anxious and in anticipation seeing how they're going to take their businesses to the next level. Right. That's going to be very great. Something to look forward to. I'm really happy to be on this journey with people like you who are putting themselves out there. Yeah. Taking on the arrows. I appreciate that. Learning to navigate, morph, change yourself to be an active and productive contributor in this space. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people come in and they have an idea of how things should be. And when they get shot down, they get upset. 
and it's yeah, all more often over than from not, there, right? It's pride, right? It's pride, right? It's pride thing. Right. What would be your advice? My, what would be my advice? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here to take advice like the next guy. I don't have any advice. I only have experience, and like I said before, the reason why I wanted you on the show is I saw you taking the same path, and it's produce first. People will understand once you produce. Super important. And hang in there. Yeah, for anyone, you know, funny you bring that up. I've been fortunate enough to receive some uh, direct messages, private messages, about, hey, would really like to work with you, or I have this idea, and, yeah. and this and that. And I really believe in the word could over should. Not you should go do that. Mm. You could be doing this. Hmm. I will always do my best to get people included and get them excited about their own idea because I can't yeah, yeah, share yeah. your vision. Right, right. I've got my own. I can I can hear you out. Maybe yeah. we can collaborate. But mm. like I said, I've been fortunate enough to receive a few, hey, I'd really like to work with you. I have this great idea. I have this, you know, I, I did this. And, mm. you know, I've been in this industry for so long and we could really explode this. And I'm thinking mm. to myself, I'm like, you know what? Start. You could start right now, and you can talk to me along the way. Let's keep in touch. And when you feel like you've reached a level where we can help each other, let's go. You know, to just tell someone, no, well, you should just do it by yourself. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. No, no, let's or bring. Or we should. <laughs> yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. Let's yeah. prove it. You definitely could be doing this. There is opportunity there. Mm. There is opportunity in this space everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the faster people realize that they can also get in, like you said, get your hands dirty, mm. feel that those first few little rashes, road rashes of falling off the bike when you're trying to ride. Nice. Eventually, you're going to be, you know, cruising down the street and you'll be happy. Juba, great to have you on. Yeah. Excited to uh, see Pleasure. what's going to happen along this journey here. Keep up on what you're doing. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you so much, Jay. Appreciate it.